0: Welcome to Women's Hoops and Talks, the What Podcast. I'm Tara.
1: And I'm Cassidy. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a great and fun-filled show coming up for you, and we are joined by Janelle Moore, writer whose work has appeared on Golden State of Mind, Cat Scratch Fever, Panther's Wire, and B-Ball Index, and Friend of the Pod. Welcome back, and we are also joined by... Sasha Shal, and I don't know if I said that right, I realize now, um, who is a podcast producer for The Athletic, including from the Rose Garden. Welcome to the show, you two. Wow. Thank you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, this is your first time on the show, and we always start with an icebreaker. So uh, today, uh, the th- it's kind of on theme, and well, the theme of quarantine that we've all been in I'm wondering has anybody made any quarantine impulse purchases and if so what did you buy who Sasha would you like to go first since you're the the newest newest uh member of the program today
2: yeah I'll go first um
0: yeah I bought
2: a (laughs) I already have a like a 10 inch cast iron skillet and I got one of those uh, Dutch oven. I got a Dutch oven like a couple months ago. Um, but I decided that I need a cast iron combo cooker, which is just a skillet with a Dutch oven on top of it. And they like, fit together. It's really cool. But I also have both of those things already. <laughs> but I just decided I wanted them. And so they interlock and yeah. fit together. But it's really cool. <sighs> I'm excited.
0: Awesome. That must weigh like... 75 pounds
2: it's is, it is <laughs> extremely heavy um but it is beautiful i just got it today i'm so excited
0: <laughs> nice well we'll come we'll come down to come down to your place for like what's what's your cast iron specialty that you like to make there's
2: so many possibilities i will i cook everything in the cast iron um but i was thinking maybe trying to get like a little pizza thing going um that's, that sounds like a fun thing to try to do right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: How about you, Janelle? Any impulse purchases? Well,
3: um, food was, was the impulse <laughs> because, you know, I, I, I was aware of what the virus, you know, was doing and, and what was going on. But it really hit home for me when I saw empty, um, empty shelves, you know. And I was going to uh, a supermarket called Ingalls. <laughs> And at Ingles, that's where we usually get the best of meat. I I get my red meat from Ingles. And I wanted hamburger one Sunday. I couldn't find a hamburger in the store. I went to Walmart, couldn't find a hamburger. So I'm like, wow, this is really real. Let me get some food. Let me get some food just in case. And, you know, I wasn't panicked. I mean, before that, I wasn't panic buying. And when I saw other people panic buying with food and everything else, I started to panic buying, freak out. I got whatever steak that was left, um, chicken legs, whatever. Whatever that was left, I, I was getting it because, you know. You
0: got a freezer full of meat now?
3: Yeah. Well, I have a freeze. My freezer small anyway, but. Uh, I'm I'm not hurting for meat and, and I, I thank God for that. Well, so Sasha's got the cast
0: iron, Janelle's got the meat. Cassidy, how about you? Um I
1: <laughs> I don't know why or how, but in my mind I was like, I'm I work in coffee and so not being at the cafe and having my time to kind of just enjoy my coffee, I was like, how can I make my coffee experience at home perfect without spending a lot of money on an espresso machine, which wasn't gonna happen. So I bought a lot of Stroopwafel <gasps> to put on my coffee in the morning. So I have like an excessive, I did not realize that I was buying so many. Um, but I have like two cases of Stroopwafel and then a case of one-striped chai flavored Stroopwafel. So my life was just a giant. Stroop Waffle Factory, and it's I'm not complaining. Um, but now we just have like a station at our coffee station where you can just like grab one. You so Cape
3: fur seals off the coast. Yeah, Cape for seals off the coast of Cape Peninsula, oh. South Africa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bought so an FPV. Ca- <laughs> so you have two ca- two, three cases of stroop waffles. Mm-hmm. I would. I would call that yeah. an impulse purchase. I am impressed and, um, I, I love it. Um, that's so luxury. Yeah. Like that's like, that's really fun.
2: That's just a thing that adds some yeah. brightness to your day. Honestly, I think yeah. perfect I'm not mad purchase. about it.
1: Um, I probably should have bought like regular groceries, but mm-hmm. it's a balance in life. So the first few weeks of quarantine, I pretty much drank coffee and ate strip waffle
0: not complaining. (laughs) Well, my impulse purchase, um, I'm lucky enough that my husband works at a grocery store. So uh, food is something that I have pretty good access to. Um, but should this thing go on a long time? Like, I don't know what, like the general food, like what's going to happen if it goes on for months and months and like how much food is actually going to, you know, end up in the grocery stores after months and all. So I decided this would be a time to start gardening again. So Ooh. just today we had two yards of dirt dumped in our front yard, which let me tell you is a lot of dirt, a lot more dirt than I thought it was going to be. So we spent the entire day shoveling dirt. And so that was that was my impulse purchase. I also right at the beginning bought myself nice. Night- sweats because everybody was talking so much about how they were wearing sweats all the time. And I was like, I don't really have any nice sweats. So I bought nice sweats, but I think that the two yards of dirt is probably the biggest impulse thing that I've done. So I'm like not a big online shopper and I have to say I've made a lot more online (laughs) purchases. It's gotten a lot easier than it used to be. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for indulging us. Before we get into our, the, you know, the, the main part of our, uh, uh, our task today. Sasha, I just wanted to get to know you a little bit because this is the first time on your podcast. So can you tell us like, like what, uh, your sort of your relationship with basketball and how you got interested in sports?
2: Yeah. Um, I wasn't really that interested in sports until college um, we watched my mom like always had tennis on. So I was like super into tennis as like a in elementary <laughs> school and high school. And then when I went to college, I, uh, this is like so soppy, but I like met my boyfriend and he was a huge Lakers fan. And I'm from St. Louis, so we don't have a team. Um, there was like, I had never basketball wasn't like a thing really when I was growing up. We don't really care about that. It was more baseball. So he was a Lakers fan from OC, and I started watching when, uh, <laughs> started watching the year after Kobe retired, actually. So it was like the first, first year without Kobe. It's like Jordan Clarkson, Maz God, the Moz God, um, you know, uh, who, yeah, Larry Nance Jr., legend, Larry Legend, we like to call him, um, and then Brandon Ingram, Zoobots. Like those are my boys. Like Brandon Ingram and Zoobots were drafted the year that I became a fan. So it was like, those are my boys. And I love those two. Both of them are gone. One of them return. I'm okay with other one return. Not okay with Mike Muscala for Zoobots is we got robbed and that's actually a mistake, but, uh, <laughs> I can deal with Anthony Davis. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'll take Anthony Davis, but I do miss Ingram. So that was basically like what happened. I just started watching and I like immediately was like, oh, I love this. And I fell in love with it, um, watching like maybe the worst possible version of the game that you can watch. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay, I, I, I guess I really like this. And I, I didn't have any frame of reference really. Um, but I found it very fun. And I also loved, I think I also loved that all of them were really young. Like all the players were really young. So I could really identify with them and, um, feel like connected to them and then I got connected with the game and now I like we even though we're an old team now I still really I'm I obviously am very jazzed about what has happened and and I'm actually really sad about the fact that this playoffs didn't happen as it should have because that's something I don't have in common with Lakers fans is like the winning and like the championships. <laughs> And I was really hoping to be able to I to to be able to like have that connection with people with other Lakers fans. But we will. Well
0: all is not lost no, because we, we have a, here. we have an important task today. Um with the season suspended, we need to figure out who would win the championship if the if if there's not going to be a championship, how are they going to declare a champion? And so Cassidy and I had this idea that we will figure out a champion and declare one, at least in our own hearts. Um, but we needed to bring in for some help for that. So uh, we brought in the two of you to keep us honest because otherwise, obviously it would just be the Blazers. Um, but so what we're going to do today is we have a uh, bracket that we've put together with the way the standings are right now. And we're going to go through it and we're going to decide who wins the championship but instead of debating it about like the actual game because like everybody's out there like picking every single like pick and roll that happened all season apart we're going to take it a little bit different direction and we're going to determine who wins the nba championship based on at least one criteria that being the mascots And then if we get through that round, we're going to move on and we're going to do uniforms and then we're going to go on, move on to cool factor. And then finally basketball, depending on who we end up with. So I hope everybody wants to come along this journey with us. Um, And we're glad that we have you two with us because you represent some different teams and can help us, you know, stay honest. Um, And yeah, so does anybody have any questions about how this is going to work or any like thoughts in general about our first round, which is the round of mascots before we get started?
2: I don't think there's anyone out there listening who thinks that a Lakers fan is going to keep you guys honest, but (laughs) I'll do my best if I can.
1: I mean, now that we know that you weren't a Lakers fan through, you know, 2001, I think we're more okay <laughs> with it. Um, so I mean, past two thousand one, it's like it's less painful in Rip City. Uh, it has
2: the uh, opposite effect with Lakers fans, with uh, fellow Lakers fans, right? You're like not a real fan unless you you watched all that. So, but anyway.
0: Well, Janelle is a Golden State fan, although we're trying our best to turn her into a Blazer fan. We're <laughs> that's our that's our secret goal, is that we're gonna bring her over um, into the Blazers. So, well, let's go ahead and get this bracket started. Let's not put it off any longer. Uh, the fun fabulosity NBA bracket that we are looking at today, our first matchup is between Bongo of the Bucks and Moondog of the Cleveland Cavaliers. What so the way the this Cavalier? is going to work is it's you three. Bang- I'm bango. bango. Oh, bango. I'm bango. so sorry. What's bango? bango. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already messed it up. Okay. How this is going to go is you three are going to decide. And then I'm just going to keep us time. So we don't spend too much time talking on us. So between bango and Moondog, who's the best mascot? Bango. Bango. It's not even- oh, Bango.
2: Bango. Wow. Sir Cece is is a Cavaliers mascot. And I like him better than Moondog, but he is incredibly creepy. And I do think Bango wins.
1: Yeah. I mean, Bango was the 2010 mascot of the year. (laughs) Uh, Voted as the first most awesome mascot by Cartoon Network. Featured in the original documentary series on Hulu called Behind the Mask. I
3: mean, Bango... I mean, just yeah, a winner. His, his personality wow. just jumps out at you. I, I see his Insta, his Instagram from time to time, and he's mm. just fun. He's just a fun <laughs> mascot. That's important. I did
2: see, I, I watched this incredible stunt that he did where he climbed up, like, like a, a huge ladder. I mean, I've never seen anything. It was just free, too. It was just, like, standing on the court, and then they put, like, a little mat, like, one of those thick mats at the base. And he did a backflip off the top, and it was crazy. That won me over hundred percent. that was That was incredible. I would recommend you look that up.
0: Well, like, I guess any number one seed versus what is this 15 seed, <laughs> that was like a sweep. <laughs> that was a clean yeah. sweep. Mm-hmm. So Bango from the Bucks moves on over Moondog of the Cavaliers. Next up, the Raptors the Raptor versus Harry the Hawk of the Atlanta Hawks.
3: That's a tough one because Harry the Hawk has, has a a nice uh, fun personality. Just Dang like thing. Bango. you know that uh, Bango and Harry the Hawk hang out with each other. Oh yeah. Harry the Hawk, Bango, um, Pierre the Pelican. They they all mm. think they hang out with each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they, yeah. they, uh, is I think fun. Benny's there too. I yeah. think Ooh. Benny's Benny's. I think yeah. Benny the Bull is tagging along the too. Benny the Bull. I think. I there. think. I think even Clutch and even the the Blazers mascot they all mm. hang out with each other. Yeah. How, how do how do uh, mascot clicks form?
0: Do you suppose?
3: <laughs> I think that's it- what's really interesting. That's what yeah. I've wondered when when if I would go to the Bengals page because. It's always the same mascots that he's with. There's Bingo, mm-hmm. uh, Pierre the Pelican, even Hugo the Hornet was in there. I mean, I see I see uh, the Sixers mascot. How do they? How 13. do
2: they get in the uh, same room? When does that I, happen? All star.
3: Also, um, all oh, okay. star. Maybe some mascot well, summits. There is the <laughs> NBA.
1: Uh, there is the NBA mascot award ceremony every yeah. year. <laughs> Where different categories are awarded, including best skit, best per stunt. Uh, I think there's a dunk competition. There are other categories as well. There's not very much public information about this, but if anyone has any more info, send it my way. This is my new expertise.
2: Guys, we Um, should all be hosting that in a year. (laughs) <laughs> or two, maybe, after all this is over. Oh,
1: my gosh. Those are my dreams. I was telling Tara before this that the <laughs> only way that I would ever go to law school, and my, my dad is always bugging me about it, is if I could only become a lawyer for mascots. It's the only way it's ever going to happen. I
2: actually, like, in my research, I did see a lot of, like, pretty harrowing articles about mascot treatment Um, people that it was very much like so-and-so's time as... Is- yeah expose on so-and-so's time and so that swayed me in some some of these it really swayed me because there was a couple that really
1: you know this matchup is tough for me I think they're both excellent uh, mascots I think the Raptors social media account is excellent um but Harry the Hawk has or? experienced two really gruesome uh, <laughs> groin injuries while performing. <laughs> and I think that that level of sacrifice for your, um, your team just needs to be awarded. So I didn't think I was going to say this going into this, but I think my vote is for Harry
3: the Hawk.
2: I'm going to go Harry, too, because he's a banging dancer.
3: Yeah, I'll go with Harry, too. He, he does dance well.
0: So we have got we've got three votes for Harry the Hawk. What about? I mean, does the Raptor do all his stuff with tiny arms? <laughs>
1: oh, that's a good point.
0: Uh, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you you three are the experts. I didn't do nearly as much research, but I just really wanted to. I mean, I
1: will say he has pretty long arms for a raptor. Actually, so you think maybe it's thing. not
0: very realistic?
1: Yeah, it doesn't really seem fair. Mm. I mean, you can't just be a dinosaur and have it all.
0: Stay true, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, we've got the Hawks, Harry the Hawk. Moving on. Next up, Lucky the Leprechaun for the Celtics versus Hooper of the Pistons. I didn't even know who Hooper really is. So
3: I don't even know who Le- Lucky Leprechaun is. I thought the Celtics so, yeah. mascot it's true they don't and for
2: this i felt like we talked about celebrities maybe doing celebrities and the celtics
3: have no cool
2: celebrities
1: so they do have lucky lucky is their mascot well is he the little guy on the logo but he's not really a mascot he's He's just a white dude wearing a
3: leprechaun mascots i don't think
1: no they they list him as their official mascot though they're trying to get him in on the hall of fame stuff and it's not happening
2: I think that's actually, I think that's really cringy. That to me is cringing. It's fake.
0: What do we know about Hooper? Um, He
2: is a real mascot and is cooler, (laughs) in my opinion, than any of the famous people who go to Celtics games.
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Isn't Wahlberg a Celtics fan? It is. It's Wahlberg.
2: Tom Brady. But again, you know. Very divisive. Yeah. And also
1: still. He's in he's right? in Tampa now or Tampa, mm. whatever you want to call it. Um, I do know that uh, Ho- uh, Hooper was uh adopted because of his excitement about the Pistons and his refusal to leave the building.
3: <laughs> was, I mean, that is perfect.
1: on his official biography. <laughs> that's like his backstory. Mm-hmm. He was too excited about the Pistons, so he refused to leave the building. And he was really, he was born at that building as his new self on March 3rd of 1996. And he's inspired by the horsepower created
0: by the Piston in a car. So he's a horse.
2: He's a horse, yeah. From
0: horsepower, Mm -hmm. from a Piston. And he didn't want to leave the arena. Correct. And Lucky
1: the Leprechaun is a fraud
2: okay <laughs> so what do we do here <laughs> we are in a pickle <laughs> this is the toughest one and it's just because they both suck so bad um I'm well i think going hooper, hooper seems
0: yeah it, it feels like with hooper yeah janelle are you with hooper mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah, I'm with hooper. all right okay next we have well, this is going to be another pretty easy one. This we have Bernie from the Heat versus the Knicks, who don't have a uh, a mascot, Spike Lee. Yeah,
2: and I actually chose Spike Lee here. That is cooler than Bernie is a
1: fireball,
2: mm-hmm. um, as in a ball of fire. Yeah. Yes, he is a anthropomorphic ball of fire. Um, he's, he's also
1: kind of a fireball in the legal system. Uh, oh, he has no. three legal cases <laughs> against him. Um, oh, no way. Like the person, the actual person? No, Bernie. Um, right. oh. The lawsuits were filed against Bernie the Fireball. Um, as a mask. <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> wait, is this backstory um, or did this really like, happen? No, this is real. Um, Bernie was actually arrested in Puerto Rico for trying to dance wiggly with, with the attorney general's wife during a game. Uh, something happened. She fell and got hurt. The suit ended up ending in a settlement for $50,000 um, from the Miami Heat. Uh, Bernie also has two other cases about assault on fans.
0: I'm going to go with a no on that. Wow. So this was like an away game and he it was a did something in Puerto Rico and somebody got hurt. Oh, and man. he was
1: arrested in Puerto Rico and faced 20 years in jail.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, okay. But then the Knicks, they technically don't have a mascot. I want to know. I'm, I'm curious about teams who choose to not have a mascot.
2: Knicks and Lakers are the two teams to never have
3: a mascot.
0: Right.
3: And the Warriors uh, had a mascot called Mm -hmm. Thunder. And when the Sonics moved to OKC and renamed themselves the Thunder, Mm -hmm. uh, the Warriors had to uh, relinquish that and give that up. Mm -hmm. That doesn't actually the guy Actually, the guy who played Thunder died.
0: Oh, Oh. yeah. Well, that's too bad. It was an excellent So what do we do with, with Bernie from the Heat versus the Knicks who don't have one? And, like, you know, Spike Lee is, there, is definitely, like, he's a fan that has a ton of personality. Like, And he is, like, a representative, I feel like. And he's,
2: like, on the floor at games because he's always sitting in the front row. This season, he's not.
3: Yeah, James Dolan. As a Dolan. Yeah, James Dolan uh, made sure he, he was kind of barred from games for, for the season, I believe. Well, he didn't farm so Spike Lee refuses to come now. Doris, it, was, it, it it was something but because of uh right. uh James did the same oh thing with maybe with uh Charles Oakley or something. He's been beefing with Knicks legends. Which
0: makes no sense. Why would he do that? But okay, y'all, I have an idea. So the thing with Spike Lee was that he refused to come in through the, um, or he always wanted to come in through the employee entrance. He wouldn't come in through the VIP entrance. And I was like, why don't they just hire Spike Lee? So they could hire him i don't i'm kind of uncomfortable with the idea of him like but i like
3: him as an ambassador let's say hire him as an That's ambassador what i was about to say i was about to say the same thing exactly mm-hmm. a team ambassador goodwill ambassador as long as he's been coming to knicks games and he front row seats for years he's he's almost like jack nicholson at at that, this rate or or equal because jack nicholson used to be at, at the forum back in the day and mm-hmm. you know i don't know um where's he where he's at now as far as you know going to Laker games but oh, he could be a mainstay during showtime
2: he i he's like getting up there in age uh so i don't know that he goes to every game now uh but he goes to just about as many as you would think that a man of his age could could make it to which is pretty impressive. He's who I chose as the Lakers mascot mm-hmm. later down the line.
0: So without a, uh, so are we, are we going to move on Spike Lee as the ambassador to represent the Knicks, even though they don't have one? Yes.
1: We're vote- okay. So you all both are voting for the Knicks. I would vote for Bernie, but only because in reality I just wanted to vote for those really cool Miami uniforms in the next round. But it's okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> Can't look ahead like that. Yeah, no, we, we have can't to look ahead. That's look not how. Look at just the matchup we're looking at right now. Okay, so we have um, Spike Lee is the Knicks <laughs> moving on on the basis of their awesome ambassador Spike Lee, who we can't wait to see back in the arena. Hopefully, they will resolve everything by the time this is all over. Okay, moving on. We've got Boomer of the Pacers versus Benny the Bull. Benny the Bull. Benny. Benny the Bull. Classic and beautiful. Yes. Yeah
1: um yeah Benny wins this stage but I will do a shout out to Boomer because he is up to the voting stage for this year's Hall of Fame class so if cool. you'd like to vote for uh Boomer to make him <laughs> the next Hall of Famer although he's not my pick this year because the Globetrotter from Harlem Globetrotters is up and I love that globe so wait
0: so there's a mascot Hall of Fame absolutely yes. and, and that's voting every year
1: okay. um he's up to the voting stage not my pick for this year but I think Boomer stands a chance as a Pacers panther, whatever that is.
3: (laughs) So shout out to Boomer. Boomer. I think think Boomer's a panther, Mm -hmm. I think.
2: They have a a Bowser, and Bowser is like the dog, and then Boomer is the cat. But I think they're a little bit like college Mm mascot-y, personally.
1: That's kind of Indiana's vibe, though, I feel like. Hmm. Yeah. The Pacer vibe. Yeah.
0: Uh, But Benny the Bull is just so cool. Classic. Yeah. All right. Benny the Bull moves on. Yeah. Next, we have the, uh, Franklin the Dog of the 76ers versus Hugo the Hornet. Of Hugo. I'm going the Hugo Hornets. as well.
1: Hugo. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, definitely fact, Hugo.
2: Hugo the Hornet was created in 1988, one year before Hurricane Hugo hit.
3: Mm
1: hmm.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Huh. Wow. I also.
1: Another Hugo fact: Less Hurricaney is about Hugo. Is one of a few secret characters featured in the video game NBA Jam tournament. Yeah.
3: Ooh.
1: Yep. So Hugo is one of three, or there's
3: more mascots. Hugo and uh, the Phoenix Sun Gorilla, and I think um, the Sonic's old mascot. I think
1: Benny the Bull. I believe and Hugo. We'll get to, I have them all listed at some point. So
3: <laughs> they're here. Um, like Hugo and Hugo for sure. I'm not sure mm-hmm. about the beanie. I think that, I think the Sonics mascot was too.
1: So, so, excellent. I love that mascot as much as I hated the Sonics.
3: Um,
0: yeah. It feels like we're moving on the Hornets, but yep. Janelle, as the, as the representative of Carolina, do you have any special uh, uh, Hornet memories that you want to share? Or- Oh uh, anything what, we should know about him?
3: What Hugo the Hornet? Yeah. Um that that was a mascot. I think the Hornets had two for a while. One of mm-hmm. them was like Super Hugo and, and Super Hugo was was just a, just a, a dude. Like muscular.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and <laughs> he, he did all the dunks and stuff and Hugo was just, just the bee, you know, just you mm-hmm. know. Hmm. I think the Hornets had two. Yeah. You know, uh, back in the day, it's well, funny. Well, well, Hugo wasn't out there doing the uh, somersaults and dunks. It was mm-hmm. super Hugo.
0: Mm-hmm. Hard to do with wings, I guess. I would. That's true.
1: Mm. It's originally how Benny the Bull was too. They had Benny the Bull and Double, who is listed as Benny's uncle, and then <laughs> his great great, whose great grandfather is was the first ever NBA mascot. Still Benny the Bull, but you know his great-grandfather
3: and um when when the horn well when we had the bobcats there was this cat uh called rufus lynx oh i remember that rufus lynx and i mean he was all right and everything but he wasn't hugo <laughs> yeah, i mean, i guess they would have sw-
0: had to switch <laughs> him over i hadn't even thought about that yeah well that's kind of sad
3: i I guess i guess no they just they just uh kick rufus to the curb
0: well i wonder what he's doing now
3: what he what um rufus yeah probably probably at some high school mascot unemployment i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) i hope he's doing what they
3: probably have like a they have
0: They probably have a, you know, I actually, like in all seriousness, I remember reading an article once about like how the people who are the mascots are a very tight community. And those of you who've just done like a bunch of research on this could probably confirm this. But I remember hearing one story about one mascot who had cancer. And so the people who played the other mascots took turns coming in. Is is that how they did Mm -hmm. it?
1: Yeah. They rotated through. To make sure that that mascot was always taken care of uh, through treatment. So that there was always like a professional mascot in the costume. Wow. That would like honor that. That's pretty community. Cool. Cool. I'm sure
0: there's okay. a lot of, like
2: shared trauma there as well.
0: That can't be easy. Have any of you ever, I mean, I guess it's probably, you're not supposed to ever admit what, is there like a code where like you admit <laughs> if you put on a suit or not? Cassidy's raising her hand. Are yeah. you going to like tell us all?
1: Yeah, I was the mascot like six years in a row for the Oregon Robotics Tournament. Uh, what
0: was it? it?
1: Different mascots based on different Lego pieces each year. Um, I was a shark once. <laughs> that was the most traumatic because the year that I was the shark was the year that the robot had to knock over a shark. And so kids kept trying to knock me over. Um, Adults you know people forget there's a person in that suit They do hard life do. our mascot
3: and it just as athletic as uh the people out there on the court too mm-hmm. they have to. yeah
1: plus you're carrying that suit and it's so hot in there i would oh know. yes oh Mm-mm.
0: no thank Mm-mm. you yeah, and the visibility and everything. Shout out to the people who are mascots. They're they all awesome. so
2: injured too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They get like crazy injured all the time. Remember mm-hmm. when, was it Betty the Bull who was like literally hanging from the ceiling, just like dead weight, fully swaying from the ceiling on a roof? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, that. <laughs> I mean, it, it is no. like funny knowing that he's okay, but holy moly. <laughs> <I> think- <laughs> he just like passed out in a harness and was like, fully hanging from the ceiling.
1: That was, oh, I read about that. And then that person got fired because they couldn't be the mascot anymore because they had no fear. Um,
0: yeah. I think it might've been the thunder. <laughs> God, I anyway. know so much
1: about mascots
0: now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to move on to the next one. The next one is the nets who I also believe don't have one versus the wizards. G whiz. The is the Wizards mascot. The
2: Nets used to have we we. Have seen, I, I said this to the group, but the Nets used to have the Brooklyn Knight, who is the worst. I think it's probably the worst mascot I've ever seen. And it was created by Marvel, so it's just a corporate concoction. Mm-hmm. They wrote a comic about it. It's just this like horrible, horrible thing. Discontinued. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I'm going with you Wiz.
3: I, I I
1: agree. Hmm. All yeah. right. I'm definitely with G-Wiz, also known as the trickiest mascot in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> his favorite is movie is The Wizard of Oz and Kazam. Aww. Anyone <coughs> wondering? And he wears a size 48 double
0: wide shoe. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa.
1: <laughs> Big foot,
0: G-Wiz.
2: What, wow. what is he? Is he a, what, what do you think he is? Is he a wizard? He's got like a snoot. Is he, he like one of the... A dragon
1: or something? Yeah, it kind. Of,
2: he he kind of magic. Like we've got
0: a good. dragon coming up there
1: is a dragon um, and anyone confused by orders going on right now we gave a bye week in the first round to the latest winner of the mascot of the year so that would have left on the east coast uh, cool. stuff the magic dragon cool. and on the west coast um, uh, rocky the mountain lion so those two are in bye weeks right now
0: beautiful so yeah that was our last our last uh section on the eastern side is puff the magic or stuff sorry stuff the magic dragon with his bye week the reigning eastern conference mascot of the year i mean honestly that one needs to go all the way through anyway because it has such like Just so there's there's so much going on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The name is excellent. The costume is excellent. There's just a lot going on with stuff. The magic dragon only
1: back-to-back mascot of the year winner.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. And he turns blue during the playoffs. He turns blue during the playoffs. His fur does. Oh, that's cool. It's like magic. (laughs) Okay, we're going to the West now. All right, now. (laughs) For Sasha and Janelle, we've got oh. the Lakers versus the Warriors. Oh. Either of whom have a mascot. So what are we going to do? Jack Nicholson How are we gonna resolve versus this?
2: tech CEOs. And I think the, I know where Jack we're Nicholson
0: going. Jack
1: Nicholson versus E40. <laughs> I'm almost inclined to include Thunder because he was such a great mascot. Mm -hmm. and they only had to get rid of it because Oklahoma City stole Seattle yeah Hmm.
2: I think I'm just gonna go with Jack Nicholson no matter what because Jack because Jack Nicholson and I think he literally like if we are counting Spike Lee Jack Nicholson has done dare I say more dare I say
0: I don't know dare you say it what's your argument there I I have (laughs)
2: I mean, we're just talk- like, uh, I just think the longevity is unbelievable. And I also think he has just this like quiet, dignified sort of way about him at games. And you're really, he really like represents what it, what it is to be at a Lakers game. And I think that's what a mascot does, like should do. I feel like
3: I yeah, really there's, represent- there's something that's crazy. Um, since the Warriors don't have a mascot, and you know well e forty he he comes to the Warriors games, but not as far as frequent like Jack Nicholson does. I'm saying the diehard warrior fans, like the ones that's been priced out of they, they're still around and they they epitomize you know the energy of a mascot you know when, when we were in the Oracle. I mean, and even when the Warriors consistently sucked, they were there. They they were almost like the Hornets back in the Hornets um from back in the day as far as attendance go. So I, I was I was kinda thinking about just the those fans. The Royal Roar Just as Rowdy, you know. I, I was thinking about that. Because I mean, you know, E forty comes to games and, and all that, but not as frequent as, as Jack would. Yeah. I, I think you like made Lakers an excellent argument.
2: Too. I feel like Lakers fans are, like, also some of the best in the world. And we, I don't know.
0: I, it, it's... it's The Warriors went through a pretty extended, dark time.
3: Hmm. That's true. And it still sold out games.
0: Yeah. And then they... Lost their arena to go across the way to San Francisco,
3: and I have brutal. so much, and I have so much to to say about that. And I'm not even from the Bay Area, but I I get it because we kind of had the same thing to happen with the original Hornets and the Charlotte Coliseum. Mm-hmm. It, it was rowdy; it was just really lively. And then when the Spectrum Center came, it was mild. And even with the Oracle, when those tech bros came in that don't know a thing about basketball and just wanted to just hang out. It just changed the whole vibe of the arena and drove the price up, drove the price up and just,
0: just and changed it the, whole vibe like...
3: the Oracle used to be used to be loud. When you talk about home film advantage, that's what the word has had, but tech bros and gentrification drove the price up. And that's why, and also, makeup wanted to move across the bay. That's they a whole show like, back
2: there. <laughs> yeah, they moved it to like a like one of the neighborhoods too. That's like, um, they moved it to like a neighborhood that's like all warehouses. Um, mm-hmm. that used to be like, like near the a hospital, or Mission Bay or something like that. Yeah, it's like one. It's like totally. Uh, they're like turning all the in industry, like industrial buildings, into lofts. It's like that kind of area.
3: So, we have ironic about San Francisco is the homeless population is just terrible. It's crazy.
0: All right, Right. so for the purposes of this discussion, we've got. Two teams that don't actually have mascots. We've got Jack Nicholson as the ambassador for the Lakers versus the spirit of the original Roracle fans from the Roracle. Yeah, so, Cassidy, you're going to have to cast oh my the gosh, this vote is, here. This is painful. I don't want to
1: vote for either of them.
3: Um, <laughs> I, know, I just keep
0: going to like Blazer games. Like, oh. Those are the two most painful fan bases to have in the <laughs> arena because they are louder than the Blazer fans. Both the Warrior fans and the Laker fans. Well, they switched jerseys. Um, it's up to you, Cassidy. You know.
1: God, I hate to vote for the Lakers, but I feel like. I just think of Jack Nicholson as not even really a human. I just think of him as a character that like exa- I mean he's a human. Not- that's the toxicity of Hollywood.
2: And
0: not celebrity. in like I
1: think of him when I watch him in a game like definitely just like as a character, as the
0: original game. Joker. Like <laughs> or one yeah. of the original It's jokers. like they turn um,
2: to him and he goes And then like that's but- it. That's all he has to do. Or he just goes
1: and they abandon Oracle and I feel so bad about it. Yeah, I gotta go with Jack. Even though
0: that was a <laughs> very compelling teams. argument for yeah, for Roracle, I know. But it feels like, and we're we're trying we're we're picking a winner for this season. Mm. And last season was the last. This is season the season that in I feel like hurts the most for. Roracle. So you know what? Just like we did like a Adam shout Sandler out
2: is picking up the mantle. And I think that that's, that's going
0: to be great for us.
1: <laughs> I'm so glad we have uh, actual mascots in the next round.
0: Right. Okay, right. <laughs> so are we moving on the Lakers? Janelle, I'm going to pour one out for your for the Warriors on that Me one. Too. But we're going to move on the Lakers. That was tough. Okay, um, now we have the Clippers versus the Timberwolves. So that's Chuck the Condor versus Crunch the Wolf. Crunch. Crunch. I went crunch as well.
1: Yeah, Chuck was not even embraced by the fan base when he first showed up. Looks creepy. He
3: looks, he looks like a, like, a damn he looks vulture. Like yeah. A, yeah. Version of Toucan Sam. Uh, yeah. For anyone
1: <laughs> wanting to know more about Chuck, I highly recommend the SB Nation uh, article about why he is so creepy. Um, yeah, crunch the wolf
0: for sure. Okay. So. That was the easy one. That was much easier. Okay, now we come to the next one that has a bye week. So Nuggets, Rocky the Mountain Lion um, is moving on. He has a bye week. He is the reigning Western Conference. He's the reigning
1: mascot of the year.
0: Oh, he is the mascot of the year. Okay, so he looks exactly like Blaze. Like There's Mm -hmm. like a set of mascots that all look like they're built off of the same character. So his performances must have been like super extraordinary because like his looks don't set him apart from like half mm-hmm. of the people in the thing right now. Yeah. Okay, but we're moving on uh Rocky. So the Nuggets move on. Okay. Next up, we have Jazz Bear versus uh Go the Gorilla from the Suns.
3: Ooh. Go. Go to he- he's He's a legend as far as mascots go. Mm-hmm.
1: He's one of the other ones that's featured on uh, NBA, NBA Jam. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I said a few
3: minutes oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were totally.
1: Yeah, and that that gorilla has a, a wild Twitter account, I will say. And the TikTok <laughs> is excellent as well. Um, and I also appreciate that the gorilla celebrate, celebrates National No Pants Day, which you called out as the Spurs Coyotes' favorite holiday he doesn't wear pants um yeah i don't know if if anyone's never been on the sun's gorilla uh twitter account you're missing out um i will say so definitely goes my vote there
0: so Um, we missed we lost sasha for a minute she had to go do something but i've got two resounding votes for go the gorilla mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and oh here Come, Sasha back. Uh but it looks like Go the Gorilla is going to move on. The Suns mm-hmm. are going to uh surprise the Jazz. Which oh, is a that. big surprise you know, bla- because
1: Jazz Bear is the only mascot of the year to win three times. Oh wow.
0: Oh. Well, 2006,
3: 2008
0: and
1: 2018 was the mascot of the year. Introduced in yeah. 1994, Jazz Bear's got a wildlife that's oh, for sure. Is-
2: Jazz Bear is the one where actually I read the horrible, the horrible yeah. article about mistreatment. Yeah.
1: Um, Jazz Bear is also the one that just had no fear. Yes, the person who was doing that and ended up injured a lot. But Sam's um.
2: Gorilla is a Hall of Famer, so sure. I think you know, uh, I think he's pretty cool. I think it's actually like you know, there's a bunch of bears. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of bears out there. There's one gorilla, you
0: know? Yeah. We're going to get give go the gorilla the sweep. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we've got Rumble the Bison of the Thunder versus the Coyote of the Spurs. Rumble. Coyote. Oh. Rumble. Oh. This, on, on this one stable. was
2: tough,
3: though. I, I picked pick Rumble because, you know... I, I just think that just his his costume is just so cool. I mean, that's, awesome. I mean, it sounds shallow, but his his costume is is, is pretty dope.
1: And
2: I is. Also think
3: he looks freaking
2: cool when he's dunking. Like yeah. he looks amazing mid dunk.
1: That like, I didn't even think about. That's this a is a point. really hard one. Yeah, these are two really. Very different mascots, because you've got the coyote who's hang
3: out with bango.
1: That's true. You got the coyote who's more slapstick, and you've got Thunder who's just got all that energy.
2: Yeah, he's um, like super macho, Rumble. masculine, like like this huge, muscly, you know, Whirly and just the hair, just like yeah, yeah covered and, in hair. But then, and it
1: kind of like, feels yeah. like a slight homage to the Sasquatch. Mm. like oh, I which about that. was the Sonics and so I think man I was really all about the Coyote going into this but I think you have swayed me to vote for Rumble
2: I'm gonna still I'm gonna stick with Coyote because I just think that his look the, the way that they made his eyes look is wild really cool. I just think it's really crazy they designed it that way he looks totally coked up, like he just looks insane, <laughs> like the way that he acts just crazy. I just think that's a, that's funny that they did that, so i'm I'm sticking with him
0: all right, well, with one vote for the coyote, rumble, the bison does move on, but the coyote did get a vote
3: I'm happy next
0: up. Rockets versus the King. That means Clutch of the Bear versus Slamson the
3: Lion. That is a that is really what? a tough one. But I think, I think I think I might go with Clutch on this one because he has more of a personality. I, I remember that James Harden and Chris Paul commercial where um he was dancing. Uh, I guess House of Pain's jump around was uh, on the TV and um Clutch had a moment and started <laughs> shooting up. I don't. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, that, that one. Because yeah. you saw the Blazers on TV. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. The t-shirt cannon. Yeah. It's oh, a good one. Oh, that yeah. That was really good. Oh, that is also, good. like, clarified the dangers of the job to me. Yeah. Maybe sitting in the front row.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
2: and Slamson is boring. I'm sorry. It's such yeah. a good name.
1: It is such a good name with they have released too many origin stories for Slamson. And so it is very convoluted on what the actual origin story is on the website. Now it says he was found in a local park hanging out um, before he was brought here from Tanzania uh, from his parents, Slamet and King Slam. Um, So there are multiple origin stories. It just got a little crazy for me. And that Clutch Bear commercial is excellent, um, and also a Hall of Famer in in the uh, world of mascots was inducted. uh well,
3: when you think about Sam, uh, Samson's and his origins, I think it kind of coincides perfectly with the team because Sacramento used to be the Cincinnati Royals, and then they used then they went to Kansas City and Omaha, and became the Kings, and then they moved to Sacramento in 1985. So it's The the gift, the mascot, a nomadic vibe. I mean it. It kind of suits him. Oh, I like it.
0: Yeah, and a consistent backstory. So somebody who like can't get his story straight about you know what happened. I don't know. So it sounds like we're leaning towards Clutch, but again, are we? Are there any votes for Slamson? No, I'm going Clutch.
1: Although Clutch does look like a mouse.
3: I thought like what?
0: I'm I'm living the truth that he's the mouse
3: yeah.
0: i think <laughs> all right so we're we're moving the rockets on next up mavericks champs the mavs man versus pierre the oh, pelican yeah. or king oh, cake oh. baby of the pelican so there's just a lot going on here in this matchup
3: pierre used to look so creepy so creepy oh man <laughs> when, he, when he when he first came out he looked creepy just downright terrifying. But he got a glow up, though. I mean, Pierre glowed up, but he did. And yeah. the in- and the
1: Instagram story about that glow up is amazing. They did an entire plastic surgery.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? Excuse-
1: it's truly amazing. Um, the link is in the doc for you, Tara. Uh, but I will Wait, send it he to he y'all. To be a chicken? You just be that- a terrifying
3: pelican because he looks uh, yeah. like a chicken yeah he was he was supposed to be a pelican but he just looked so so creepy yeah it's scared the little kids and everything and then their other mascot
1: is the actually most creepy thing I think I've ever seen in my life which is that scary king cake baby which haunts my dreams for (laughs) sure um it's terrifying um on the basis alone that they have that king cake baby i like can't vote for them
2: it's it's
1: so scary like
2: like, it looks like what was that one horror movie with daniel radcliffe in it a few years ago where he like goes into the house and she's like super scary she looks like a toy or the baby like looks like a toy from that movie I know some people out there are gonna know. I watched those I was in Maybe high it school.
3: That
2: no, I saw the commercial every like five minutes when I was watching TV in high school, and it was scared me every time. That is that so- baby
1: terrifies me. I know nothing about Champ and Mav- Mavs Man in reality. They are the only team with two official mascots. The Pelicans are no the Mavericks. Oh, Champ so- and Mavs Man are two different. Champ is the horse, and Mavs Man is the man. Oh, and they're both official mascots, and they each have an official mascot page. Unlike a lot of these, like technically Scary King Cake Baby is not a mascot, but he's there, and I can't unsee that.
3: So,
0: why is he even there? I don't know. I hate it. Well, Do they, they just bring like, him out during Mardi Gras, maybe.
2: Like, there's kind of like a spooky element to New Orleans. There always I mean, it's like been. kind of yeah a
1: little haunted but i mean a mascot that straight up makes children cry
2: i'm not at the it's sight a of it
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so pierre you- was just as creepy when he first came out
0: okay i do we think champ
1: yeah i don't even care how good they okay. are okay it sounds like
0: the mavericks do. are moving on but what i want to know so are you <laughs> saying that champs and the Mav- mavs man like work together like as mm-hmm. a duo They do. That's awesome.
1: They work as a duo. You can hire them separately for your birthday parties and events, or you can hire them together.
0: All right. We're moving on the Mavs man. All right. The final one is the Grizzlies, the Grizz versus the Trailblazers, Blaze. Walk carefully, folks. As a
1: young pup born in the Oregon Cascades, Young Blaze made his way to the Oregon Humane Society, a place where all animals that need to find their correct home find the family of their dreams, and Blaze found the Portland Trailblazers. His weirdness, because he was just a little different from his brothers and sisters, makes him make some quintessential Portland weird. And I must say his 2002 introduction was lovely, but Blaze isn't just a celebrity in Rip City. Blaze is an international celebrity, having appearances at the European Basketball Championships in Lithuania and participating in dunk clinics in South Africa and has spent time in China this past summer. Blaze is not just a Portland hero. He is a world hero. Who
2: wants to argue for okay. Grizz? I, I I don't have a I don't have anything special for Grizz. I don't I don't care much for Grizz. He's not on my he's not on my top ten. I say Blaze because I think it's a tough. Okay, it's a, it's a tough uh, team to make a mascot for. So we have some other teams that have like very random you know things like Clippers. They did a bad job. There are the Clippers. There's nothing obvious there. They did a bad you job.
3: can say i crack.
2: It is <laughs> horrifying. It looks like a vulture. It's horrible. And then you have like, you know, the Sixers, Franklin the Dog. He's kind of weird looking. Nothing obvious there. Kind of weird looking. I feel like there are teams that don't have anything obvious. Didn't do a good job. This is a good job to me. The Trail Cat. That's fun.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm going with Maze.
1: <laughs> nice. Me too. I will well, say Grizz right did win answer. Mascot of the Year in 2011. Congrats. Your time is up. Let's nominate Blaze. <laughs> Rise this
0: up, Blaze. Blaze ever won Mascot of the Year. No, and has never been
1: <gasps> nominated to the voting process. So oh, Rip City, get oh. loud because Blaze needs your help. We need a Mascot of the Year.
0: Yeah, we do. Well, How, how does one become a Mascot? Mascot of the year? What's the process? No, I have not researched that
1: process yet. But now that I'm full blown knees deep in mascot research, that's my next topic. Anybody got mascot questions? Hit me up on Twitter.
2: Where's um, the wh- where's the money in mascots? I don't. I think you know what, what about, about
3: insurance?
1: Love? Hmm. What about insurance? <laughs>
3: I mean, they, they're out here taking <laughs> all the
1: risks. Yeah, the I hope is- they have good insurance so and good health coverage.
2: I, yeah, and that's a great I don't point. feel confident that they do at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I wish the team doctors would take care of them too. Cause they're part of the team.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting question because they're probably contract. There's a lot more we need to learn about
3: mascots. Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> Clearly. Contract just like cheerleaders are. Yeah. That's, that's something worth exploring.
2: I actually yeah. agree with that. I feel like everybody is like scrambling right now to like come up with, I don't know, like all the, I don't know, people are like scrambling for content right now and coming up with some silly ideas. But this is actually, a, I feel like this is a real story that nobody even thinks about.
0: This could be a really well, good one.
3: Well, mm-hmm. th- that's, you know, a lot of these adjacent stories, I think, will is, is what should, should, you know, be out here now I mean you know about you know beyond the players beyond the front office this is just pretty interesting I mean that, that's a, that's a pretty good idea and hey I'm, I'm a free agent <laughs> you want to do the write-up
0: oh that sounds good
3: well Thank so you. ladies I, I ain't got nothing to do so I just Why- need to outlet. I feel like we
0: have uh, gone for a while on the mascots. I think we should pause and we should regroup to go for the next round. Um, What I'd love to do is... uh, Wrap it up by kind of talking about how you are staying connected to basketball right now and just hear a little bit about like that before we finish. I know that I, with the Trailblazers, have been playing a bunch of old games, and I'm wondering if everybody else is um, also watching old games because I'm loving it because it was the 90s when I fell in love with the Trailblazers, and so they've been showing, and that was when the Trailblazers, you know, were really good. They had Clyde Drexler, and they've been showing all these old games, and I Totally, I mean, I didn't totally miss. I loved Terry Porter second best to Clyde Drexler, but I did not give terry porter enough like attention when i was originally watching i didn't know enough about the game to realize like how important terry porter was and especially during the playoffs he's been fantastic so i've been loving staying connected to the blazers even watching these old games that you can like barely see on tv because they're like super not whatever the very opposite of hd is like lowest possible d um, so how about you, Janelle, how have you been staying connected, uh, to basketball? What's been entertaining you that way?
3: What's been real? And it's, this is going to sound quite shallow of me, but what's been entertaining to me was not only the last dance, that whole documentary with the Bulls, cause you know, I, I grew up in real time with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... What what I find fascinating about the documentary is that, you know, just understanding it as an adult, Mm -hmm. understanding as, for example, why people took that contract and how poor he was. Nobody had realized that. And, um, with that, with taking that contract and, uh, him nearly going bankrupt with bad investments, uh, you know, it goes to show you how players, you know, can benefit from you know what the NBA Players Association provides as far as financial literacy and you know things like that. And another thing that's really been keeping me connected to basketball is what the players themselves are doing on their Instagram lives. For example, Dwayne Wade has this um, this show, I guess every Friday called um, "The Wind Down," mm-hmm. where, where they where he sits line and brings people on and, and talk. Uh, last week it was Stephanie Aisha Curry. This week it was um Gordon. You know the the guy that he you know shafted in the dunk contest. <laughs> That's right, Aaron <laughs> Gordon. Yeah, yep. Aaron, uh, right? Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, did I say
0: Aaron
3: Gordon? Oh, yeah, Aaron Gordon. No, you said Aaron. Okay, good, good. <laughs> just just seeing how how they cre- how they create their own content. And even with the courage, they have something called this uh, home and hallelujah. You know, it, it really brings forth their faith, the faith in God, and just really just praising and worshiping during these times. Uh, the last time they had uh, Kirk Franklin and McCray on there, and, you know, just... Just just seeing how they uh, use their platforms, their Instagrams, and how they create content has been entertaining to me.
0: Yeah, me too. It's uh, I love getting those little glimpses behind the scenes, you know, just kind of who they are as people. And there's nothing that I like more than just watching those guys like figuring out the technology and doing all the same stuff that we do every time we get started.
3: And another thing is. Uh, I like uh how they interact, mm-hmm. like um when Dame was asking people uh, how where you get a haircut from, <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was hilarious, <laughs> and you know the game is going to be the game. The game is going to be there when they get back. It's just good to really get a glimpse of who they are and come to find out they're no different than we are. dang my hair is a mess right now (laughs) oh my god mine's so
2: long so and it just it's like just got really really hot here and my hair is like the longest and thickest and bushiest it's ever been
0: so Sasha how are you staying connected with basketball
2: well it's my job so I like every day I go to work and talk about the NBA so that is I but are people starting
0: to run out of things to say
2: um no, I mean the the cool thing about what we're doing, I mean basically all sports is that there's just like a pretty much endless well to kind of pull from of just there's been decades and decades of basketball we we'll, I don't think we'll ever get to a point where we've talked about it all, especially cuz it's obviously still happening or going to continue to happen, but I like Social media obviously is a huge way as well. Kyle Kuzma's Instagram. He has he just got a puppy. It's <laughs> the cutest thing ever. He love he's loving it. He he always has like I love his fashion. So I just love his Instagram because he has great fashion and he has a new puppy and that's really fun. LeBron's Instagram is always Who has a new puppy? Kyle Kuzma. Oh, okay. It's so cute. It's a little, little white. Short haircut is very, very sweet.
1: Oh, and, um, TJ did too, got a puppy too. Oh,
2: it's just, just, it's really the time right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, LeBron's like, I like watching LeBron's workout Instagrams because he's just freaking ripped and like, he just like has the most insane body ever. And it's just like so crazy to watch what he can do. Um, and who else? Um, oh. This is a great find from that I found a a few weeks ago, but it's really been keeping me like in, you know, the whole circle of things that I like. LeBron's personal chef, Dina Marino, is on Instagram, too. And I love her Instagram. And she's always like sometimes she'll post like LeBron's breakfast. (laughs) I mean, she's not there right now, but she posted like LeBron's granola recipe. And that's. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's Tony right up my for his taco tuesday she
2: does she does she has some she was really funny she seems like a really good person plus like i think that her job is probably the coolest job ever <laughs> so i love i love like keeping up on instagram obviously and then you know just every day i go to work and then people did the well isn't drying up like it's still interesting and it's honestly even more fun for me at the moment because it just gives us a chance to like talk about I think some really interesting ideas and talk to players and I just, uh, we had, I know this isn't, this isn't Blazers related, but we had Maxi Kleba on the Dallas podcast this week and he, he told us um, like basically what he's doing during the day today or during the day, like in quarantine. And it's like, wake up, try to convince himself to work out Um probably work out and then learn a new song on the guitar right now he's working on shallow from a Star is Born," and I still like that fact has just carried me through this week when I learned that I was like that's the best thing I've heard in maybe like two weeks so yeah that's keeping me in, in there
0: what about you Cassidy
1: I've definitely been watching a lot of 30 for 30 documentaries mm-hmm. and I just going through, I've watched a lot of documentaries, just about a lot of different things at this point, but watching a lot of the 30 for 30s. And then I've discovered a few interesting YouTube channels um, related to SB Nation stuff. But there was one that's just about weird sports rules and how they came to be. And it's really, really interesting. And so I've gotten oddly obsessed with watching these. And it's funny because my husband's not a huge sports fan. I kind of dragged him into the sports world. Um, when we started dating and he has found these and he's like, we got to watch like five of these. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, calm down. Um, about sports he does not care about. Um, so it's really, it's definitely a fascinating one. And then they do moments in history. So just finding odd clips about odd, random facts that I just wouldn't have tried to seek out had I not had a giant break in basketball. I think. What's the channel called? Um, I think it's, it's on SB Nation's oh. channel and one's called Weird and I think one's called A Moment in Time or A Moment in History. Okay, But those are both really, they've been an interesting watch for sure. They make um, really good videos. Yeah. I'd love to see more women in their videos. Um, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more diversity in their videos for sure. But um, there's been some really interesting ones where I've learned a lot. So that's been a fun fun deep dive.
0: Janelle, you brought up listening to the players talk together and I love like just eavesdropping on their conversations. I'm like so excited that sometimes they decide to post them so we can hear what they're talking about because like, you know, where we were in the season March, like when it disbanded, it was the part of the year where it was just like, everybody had something to say about something, but we didn't really hear from the players because of course they were busy and playing and like the way that as a fan I know I get caught up in how the season goes and I get really like all caught up in whatever it is the media is feeding me especially by the time you know it's March and all the narratives have been established and are like this player has had a good year this player has had a bad year this you know and taking a break and actually like I've stopped like I uh, pr- pretty much these days I just want to hear like from the players themselves. I just want to listen to conversations between the players themselves. So I've gone back and I've started listening to
3: all the all the smoke. Um, and I, love, just, I love that pod. I love, yeah. I love what Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson yeah. are yes. doing, and, and they and they get the best out of their subjects, and that's because um, that they, they relate to them. Mm-hmm. They have that mm-hmm. rapport, that innate rapport. And that's one thing that reporters, these beat writers can really take note from, you know, having that rapport, having that trust and and just getting back to basics. And a lot of that's been lost by creating what I like to call NBA fan fiction Mm -hmm. with creating all these little narratives and stuff when the game is so cool, it sells itself. Mm -hmm. Don't don't get me started. (laughs)
0: we'll pause because we're going to have to come back and we're going to have to finish this bracket so we're going to we'll we'll talk about that when we get back together again but for tonight i want to go ahead and let everybody go because we've kept you for a while uh sasha and janelle thank you so much for joining us tonight for round one of figuring out who is going to win the nba championships we will come back next time with round two this week we did mascots next week we're going to take on the very important topic of uniforms. We're going to pit these teams, each other against each other, who, the teams who moved on, we're going to pit their uniforms against each other. So study up. Hopefully we'll learn as much about uniforms as we did about mascots this week. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> Janelle, uh, anything that you're working on or you want to share before we go tonight? I, like I said, once
3: again, I'm a free agent. You know, I spent three years at SB nation um, and I, I've been taking this time to look for more opportunities to write. Um, um, I'm, and I'm thinking about, uh, creating something new out of this whole, uh, pandemic. So, you know, who knows? I, I just really have this urge to build my own table.
0: Yeah, that's exciting. Let us know how we can help you because I would love to, love to see what's on your table because you've got such a, uh, such a great! I I love your um your takes. You always say things that make me think. I love it. So, and how about Twitter? How can people find you on Twitter?
3: Uh, Janelle twelve. That's my handle. That's J A N N E L L E and twelve. That's that was one of my um jersey numbers when I was when I used to play. What position did you play? I play was a three. Oh like that's such a needed
0: like i don't know in the women's game is the is the three needed as much as it is in the men's game because if like you're a man who plays the three like decently like you're so so useful
3: since the women's game is more or less about skill Mm -hmm. it's it's about the guards you know um i'm a four i was a forward but Mm -hmm. uh i should have been a two really because i i Nice. You know, you can't tell some coaches anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's Sasha, true. how about you? You want to tell folks what
0: you're working on, how they can find you on social? Um, I uh, am working for The Athletic.
2: So, uh, support The Athletic, 90 day free trial. I work for the Blazers podcast with Jason Quick, who is awesome. And he's just like, he. he He's the kind of guy, you say one thing to him, all you need to do is just pitch to him, and he will hit a whole home run. He has absorbed every single detail that has ever happened in front of him in the blue. There's locker room, at games, everything. He's super knowledgeable. He's great. From the Rose Garden. Uh, all my social media is click locked so um you <laughs> have to, you'll have to just be okay with that
0: <laughs> all right <laughs> that works too <laughs> let's see well you can find me at tcb biggs on twitter you can find the blazers edge podcast in any other or you can find the what podcast on the blazers edge podcast feed wherever you get your podcast you can find the um, blazers edge dot com do you want to take us out of here
1: yeah, we love your email. So send us an email with your icebreaker ideas, which mascot you think we got wrong, and which mascot is the most fascinating to you. Our email is whoopsintalks at gmail.com. You can find me at Cassidy Gemmett on Twitter. And until next time, I want to hear all your mascot opinions. So tweet at me. I'm obsessed.
2: <laughs> Thanks, I can't everyone. wait to see you up on stage at the mascot. <laughs> award. Please hire me <laughs> NBA!